little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hola. Bienvenido al Spoilerama España. <laughs> A Madrid. A Madrid. Madrid. Desde Madrid. Um, yeah, so we're in Spain. How este did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to go, Este Marina Gorski. And I would go, Esque yeah. Miguel Jordan. That's probably wrong. Esque? Esta. No. Oh, es. Yo soy. Oh, yo soy. Soy. Yeah, because Soy Cuba is a film called I'm Cuba. Yeah. Soy Marina Gorski. Soy Miguel Jordan. You're not Miguel. Is Miguel not Michael? No. So just Michael? Yeah. No Mick. <laughs> anyway, okay, we're in Spain. We're yes. in Madrid <laughs> for Mick's birthday. Um, sponsored by me. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Marina. For sponsored the by the Lorgan Orchard. <laughs> who gave me a job. The Lorgan Orchard has financed sending me to Madrid. Yes. Um, on our El Motivar tour. Yeah. And we've had great fun so far. Yes, you have. Uh, we have. Yes. Nosebleeds. I'm sick, as you can tell, probably from my voice. It's been great. <laughs> I'm having a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in Madrid and we decided to do a podcast on Black Klansman. <laughs> Which is, so we're in Madrid in 2018 discussing a film set in 1973 in New about York. About the KKK. Absolutely. Well, not about Ron's. Uh, is it Stillman? Stall. Stillman, someone else. We really should Stall research this yeah, before we do the yeah. podcast. So it's a Spike Lee film, which we're very much looking forward to seeing because I'm now a Spike Lee fan. Mm -hmm. And so you and in fact you've seen two films: his first one and his last one. Yes. So you, ha so you have to catch up with everything in between. And I think I've seen nearly everything he's done. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> because, like you, I became a fan as soon as I saw his films. Oh yes, yeah, sure. You have more. You had more time to do that. Exactly. <laughs> My entire 51 life. Fifty-one years. <laughs> I wasn't watching them at birth. <laughs> he wasn't making them. 45. He was. He was ten at the time, and he was saying, "Yeah, I must make a film for this child who's been born." I'm Michael Jordan that has been born. Um. Right. So, what did you think of Black Klansman? Yeah. I think you liked it. Get yeah. Well, I saw it in the Stella. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I'm interested. I'd be interested here, but that I just saw it in. Oh no, I saw it in the iFi, uh, which is a lovely place to see it as well. But I loved it. Yeah. Oh, I really like. I yeah. mean, it's him at the top of his form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a film that, as well as being, entertaining. It is our door open. No. No, that's the cleaners it coming around. Do you have to not disturb out there? The yeah. Room? We have do not disturb on our hotel room. <laughs> One of our hotel rooms. <laughs> we share the same bed. No, we d <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to In Bed with Marina Gorski. Um, Beds. Yes. Anyway, back to the <laughs> film. Um, I Not only is it entertaining, 
I'd actually I would watch it so many times. I would watch that film again. I've mm-hmm. no pro- I'd watch it in the cinema again, which I think I might do because that's what I'm doing. Yeah, this you're year. doing it all the time. <laughs> Bring someone else. And it's so well done. Well, it's a, it's a great Everything. thriller in itself. Yeah. So there's real tension in there and excitement. That whole bit about the bomb. Yeah, I'm and, not and give anything anger. Away, like but those people were bringing me anger. Oh well, that that always happens with his yeah. films. Like I mean, he really lays it on. And what struck me about it was some of it was almost over the top, um, but justifiably so. Yeah, you just went yeah. to say yes. You're getting so angry about the race hatred and the violence that was going on. But this is it made us be angry. But the character itself didn't. He the main character wasn't angry. Yeah. He he did uh, towards the end I think get a bit annoyed because he saw everything that was and how people were being treated and how the KKK came to be, mm-hmm. which was based on a film as well. Oh yeah, Birth of a Nation, which is I think no that film was made for different reasons. I think no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, no, if no, you see, this is the thing. Like you, you have you seen the film Birth yeah. of a Nation? And I mean, but it is very like it's. It's made by a man from the set. The whole a- attitude, and same thing with Common to Wind, was the South had been brutalized by the evil North, that they were the victims, and and they suffered so much from the North, and that's what it, all these films were about. They just happened to throw in the fact that, yes, we should keep our slaves. And the KKK, and in Birth of a Nation, it's like the triumph of the Ku Klux Klan, because the original play that it was based on was called The Klansman. So oh, it's about okay. the rise of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, but this is what puzzled me is the Ku Klux Klan, well, it was formed in the wake of the Civil War. Yeah. Like it was formed yeah. in 1865. It was the f- the rebels fri- fighting on, if you like, because they said the Civil War never ended. Um, but, I mean, you can see even in the clips that they show in this film, it's outrageous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just they take off the black man and tie and string him up and then drop him somewhere with a KKK badge over and they're heroes for doing this. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I found was as well. Like, it, it's very sad the way even that reunion they had, the black people had in the house. Oh, with, with Perry Belafonte. Yeah. Yeah. That was very sad. Very upsetting. Oh, yeah. What he told. Like, and that was that was what was happening. Yeah, well, that's every and, day. And what's striking about the way that it's done is, as far as we know, like Harry Belafonte was a very much a human rights, what still is, I'm sure, human rights activist for, for black culture and so on. But he could be telling a true story of his own experience. Like it is, it's yeah. clear then from what he's saying, it happened in 1918. So it's not what happened to him, yeah. but it's something that could have happened to him. Well, it's not so what happened to him because the person died. No, no, but I mean, it's not what happened to Harry Belafonte. Like oh, he's playing okay. a character. He's not actually named as a character. It could be just Harry Belafonte today, just transported to that time to yeah. talk to these activists. And that's like, it's not even framed as this is of time. It's just him telling a story that could have happened any time. Ha- it happened in 1916 or 18 as he's telling it. But it also happened in 1940. It happened. It probably was happening in the 50s. Oh, yeah. And so on. So like there was a lynching still going on in the 50s. Yeah, which is shocking. R- <laughs> it's beyond shocking. Yeah. Um, and that was very upsetting. And what I liked the fact that the main character was so open-minded about everything. Like mm-hmm. he himself wasn't even a racist. Like, like because I understand that w- when you have a group that uh, the minority, as they call them, which was the black people who were trying to go for their rights and all that, they weren't, you can see that they, 
course, you'd be scared of any white person then. Yeah. But still, they had that, you know, she was against the pigs and all that. But he was the pig. And he said, not all pigs are bad. Not, well, he didn't say not all pigs. He said, not all police are pigs. Yeah. <laughs> not all pigs are bad. Yeah. Not all bastards are rotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not all police are pigs or are yeah. bad. Which I liked that he had the open mind and he was saying it to her. Oh, yeah. As in saying, don't be like them as in saying so all black people are supposed to be slaves yeah that kind of mindset of generalization oh yeah extremes yeah just putting everyone in dirty enemy yeah no labeling is what i mean yeah. like th- all these people are this all the, that people is this and that that generalization of you know, th- like there's no room for exceptions basically yeah if you think about it which i thought was brilliant the way he did that and i really liked the the jokes with um what's his name adam driver mm-hmm. i thought he was brilliant oh he was this. excellent yeah he, well the john, two of them john the two doesn't men. like him really and we were there and john said he was actually very very good at this because i don't think john liked him in star wars okay so uh, john said i actually really enjoyed his his part yeah and something else on my experience in the stella don't bring someone who enjoys eating to the stella because he just kept looking at me when are the chips coming when is the burger coming? I was like, shh, shut up. And I had popcorn there already. Oh, right. Like, so you were catered for. Yeah. No, but he was eating my popcorn as well. Mm-hmm. So he could, could he not wait? I said, they're bringing it. Just relax. And then in the middle of the film, my Coke is gone. Can you get more Coke? No, I'm watching the film. And then I'd go, I said, I have to go to the bathroom. Get more Coke on your way, please. No. And he kept looking at me like, <laughs> because these are like armchairs in the cinema. For anyone who's listening that's not from Ireland or has never been to the Stella, these are armchairs and it's very 20s like. So you're basically, it's almost your own little cubicle thing. You, you mm-hmm. have to kind of go forward to see the other person, like lean forward to see the person next to you. So I could just see his little eyes popping out of his, <laughs> of his chair going, Coke, please <laughs> bring me Coke. No, shut up. Okay, so you revenge. see, Spike, when you're next making your next film, <laughs> you need to put these little Coke pauses in there. That's what's, that's the important part of this review. Yes. And he wanted another burger. All right. Not going there. Anyway, the film was great, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when you mentioned there, Adam Driver, I thought he was brilliant. I just like him anyway. I think he's very yeah, good. I like, like him I mean, anyway, there's yeah. uh, The Silence and Star Wars and this. He's just been yeah. consistently good. Um, what did you think of his co-star, whose name I've forgotten? Oh, something. Wa- you know, he's Denzel Washington's son. He's Denzel Washington. Wait, wait, who? The co-star, the guy playing Ron. Oh, the main guy. Yes. <laughs> the co-star. No, he's the main guy. The co-star is main guy. Like I mean, you can have. Oh yeah, co-star, oh, sorry, co-star. I thought you meant like like supporting yeah, star. No, I'm going to check his name. No, yeah, that's it's very right. bad that we don't know his um, name. I thought I'd recognize him. I, I he is recognizable. I was like, oh, where do I don't. I, th- I don't think him? he looks like him, but he sounds like him. No, but he's he reminds me of someone or, or something that I've seen. He's m- must be in films. I th- oh yeah, I think he's been in other things, but this is probably his. But main. I didn't know he was Denzel. Well, I would never have made that connection. But that's cool. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have made it straight off either. But it was just I have to read, it and I knew it before going in, and I said, oh yeah, you can just see it in the voice. Oh, but okay, he's really good in it. Oh, he's fantastic in it. And John David Washington John is his David name. Washington. But he, like, it, well, what I liked about him is because I knew he was Denzel Washington's son, I said, yeah, because there's a lot of actors out there who are f- 
had famous parents or whatever and you're just aware of that i forgot it very quickly with this guy because we're just he was the part yeah and he was and you were so empathic with him because like as you said he wasn't a full-on rights activist himself yeah and the only yeah. reason he joined the clan was he just was in a bad mood and rang them up as a joke almost yeah yeah and they got now i did think that was a bit implausible so much so why were they even investigating the clan at that time because like the woman was quite right the police were inherently racist at the time the whole fbi the fbi yeah. were investigating communists all the time that's all they were interested in they certainly had no interest in infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan and then suddenly everyone's behind him and supporting him in organizing this big operation but obviously it happened yeah it was a true, a true story. story yeah and there was other elements in it that just said no that wouldn't happen and then i found it were true like the whole thing of them watching birth of a nation yeah they did do that yeah. apparently they all and they still do they have the clans meetings they all sit around watching this 100 year old silent film and i said no and cheering on yeah well your woman was gassed though when she was cheering he did not do that bastards <laughs> bastards these poor women uh. <laughs> so and you know all the black men are played by white men in blackface in that film as well there's oh, the no what? actual black actors in Bert Venation. It's all white oh, actors. Oh, yeah, 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 no, I knew that, yeah. So it is obscene, that film. Yeah. And Spike Lee was made study it as a film student. Like, this was one oh, of the Oh, he said that. Yeah, I yeah. heard on an interview with him that he said he had to... He had it was part of he, his course to watch... Was he in NYU? I think it would have been, yeah. Yeah. But he was th- it was part of the course for all the students to watch and discuss it without at any point did anyone make reference to the fact of how offensive it was. Yeah. It was just seeing what a masterpiece and a work of art this is. And as a result, he made a short film called The Answer about reaction to it. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything much about it, but it was something in reaction yeah. to that. And they tried to expel him. Like, and this was this would have been probably the 70s or early 80s. Yeah, which is so absurd given that film is art. And you can have your own take on things. Yeah, but it gets, <laughs> oh. it's, it's, yeah. But it, I, I mean, mean, you'd have to show something like Birth of a Nation or anything like that and qualify it with how obscenely racist yeah. it is. You can turn around and say, yes, it's an amazing film artistically and construction and editing and all this. It's the first film to do all these things. Yeah. But it's still appalling. Well, yeah. The whole concept of what it's doing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and what did you think? I really liked the ending. When they right. added the images of protests now about oh Black God, Lives yes. Matter. Well, this is what was... That was... That's another thing where I was thinking it was very heavy-handed, but I applauded it for being so... Well, no, throughout the film, because it was constant references to Trump. There was the leader, Ku Klux Klan, was kept saying, America first, America first. Yeah. Like, repeating exactly what Trump said. But they said. did say it at one point to make America great again. He did actually... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He, was say, he was basically saying stuff Trump was saying. Yeah. And then at one point as well one detective is talking to um washington and saying about how um the th- some evil white man will triumph in the end he says you can't believe that will ever happen yeah like they were yeah. basically they were talking about what happened to trump and yeah. it was just so obvious and then with all the clips from charlottesville and so on yeah. which were really hit home seeing them like that well you just got that was the part that made me angriest of all yeah but the, what happened in the stella was as soon as the film ended silence no one could talk after that we could no one said a word we just left the cinema because Uh. it was so shocking yeah that these things are like it still still happen pro you know police dealing with protesters like that and the and nazis are going around and uh, you know and it's just 
Well, they have been oh, validated by angry. Trump. Like, you, you're actually so angry that people still think like that. Yeah. People are so racist. People are so... Why are they Nazis? But what it, good but can it, come of this? But how, it, does it, it, how does a person go into that frame of mind that this is a great ideology to... to how? But it's, the fa- it's not even the fact that they have the frame of mind. It's the fact that they think it's perfectly normal. Yeah. Like, and they, have, they now have the validation to go forward and say, well, this is the way we should be and so on. And, because, and Trump is effectively supporting it by turning yeah. around and saying shit like there's bad people on both sides. Yeah. Oh, it's it well... We get into a whole political lecture here about Trumpism. We're, well, join us. Uh, we will be doing a live podcast from our protest yes. when Trump visits <laughs> Ireland. Oh, we will definitely oh, yeah. be going to the protest. And podcasting this. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> Trump Trump out. But we're glad we're here. He's here so we can protest yes. against him. Um, yeah, I, it's really it anger. It, it did anger me a lot by the end of it. And it does make you think like it's a film that it uh, mm. it is very entertaining because it has loads of funny Oh yeah, well he and always does that. He always does. And I, I said to John, I said when we were walking out, I said it just shows you this. Sorry, I'm not being racist because I'm part white, but the stupidity of white man that the fact that the the person they were they want to kill and they're up against, which are the Negroes, is infiltrated them. You fucking <laughs> idiots! Like you know, they think they're this amazing organization. Well, superior yeah, superior race. Well, you see, that is emphasizes and always strikes me in a lot of these things is that their epitome of superiority are these ugly, fat white people. Yeah. And uh, now, I mean, again, that's heavy handed label on. And yeah. like the real strong, the leader, reactionary black person is that beautiful white black woman. Oh Remember yeah, his girlfriend? Yeah. She's stunning. She is. Absolutely and then you contrast gorgeous. her with the dumpy fat woman who tries the white yeah yeah <laughs> yeah whitey bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she was so annoying oh, she was i so hate it. well she was funny but she was so annoying yeah. the way she was just coming around and she came into the to the, the discussion meeting. yeah the meeting i think we should get rid of these people once and for all thank you can you please go back to the kitchen <laughs> go back to the kitchen one day you you'll need me and it's th- that's very feminist of her one day you'll need me but for something <laughs> as in you know n- not only is it a film about racism it's a film about sexism yeah. let women into class <laughs> let women be racist as well yeah. <laughs> we could be racist too yeah. <laughs> well all that is what did you think of Spike Lee's technique like this is what I've always said about his it's, it's actually less so than some of his others um, but there's a very distinctive style in Spike Lee's films and particularly like I nearly cheered when it came on at the end where there's the scene where the two of them are Washington and his girlfriend are standing there holding the guns oh yeah and it's like it's like they are statues moving along he does that on all his films and I love it that last scene of them was phenomenal yeah and you just see the window and the cross and that was phenomenal I I adore like all the whole cinematography of it was amazing and I love the 70s I was like <laughs> the the clothes. I was like, he yeah, recreates get it, it very girl. well. <laughs> oh, well, he was there. She was. She looked amazing, and I was With like, the mm. massive afro. Yeah, the whole lot. I was like, mm, get that girl. <laughs> she was. She was really gorgeous, and I wanted to wear all her clothes. Spike Lee, if you're ever donating the the wardrobe the of the costumes. film, <laughs> I will buy it. <laughs> 
but I saw her actually on Ellen. Did you see their interview on Ellen DeGeneres? No. That she was in. She wasn't. She had already been acting for. I think. I don't know. Like she wasn't. I don't think she was ever in anything. Big. Big. But she was in Greece on her holidays, and she got a phone call from Spike Lee. Oh, I see. And she she said um, she actually she's on Ellen DeGeneres with Spike Lee talking about it. And she said, I'll show you the video later. And she says, um, yeah, I got this telephone from him saying, um, this is Spike Lee. Um, we need to talk or something about, I have a project for you. She's like, okay, but I'm in Greece. He said, holiday's over. And turned off the phone. <laughs> Come to, I'll, I'll see you in New York on Thursday. And she said, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm staying for, I'm only coming back on Saturday or something. And he's like, holiday's over. And then he turned off the phone. And she had to go back to meet him. Which turned out great for her because it's an amazing yeah, film. Didn't turn out great for all the other women he was ringing at the time <laughs> going in for audition. I'm in Cuba. Holiday's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never be allowed in here again. I'm not allowed out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're now a devoted Spike Lee fan. Oh, absolutely. This is the, the American Almodovar. Exactly. Okay, well, I've, there are so many wonderful films you have ahead of you. Yes. I can't wait to explore them. And as soon as I saw who Spike Lee was, I was like, it's Mars. Of course it's I Mars. Know. Oh, yeah, I meant to say that. Yes. Apologies. Because I uh, know it was only because it wasn't a case of I got confused with Spi- who Spike Lee was. I just thought that that scene in Do the Right Thing, or not Do the Right Thing, She's Got to Have It, that's in color. I sort of thought it was, because Spike Lee directed it, I just yeah. assumed in my head it was Spike Lee's character was with her in it. It was only after we were doing the podcast I thought about this. No, it's not. It's the it's guy she yeah, ends up with. Yeah. So that's no. Spike Lee was Mars. Yes. Yeah. The the comic character, and he plays that. He, ca- yeah. A lot of his, he's in all his early films, and he plays variations of Mars. Yeah, and I, I loved Mars because I, I I just loved the 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 line. I have fifty dollars shoes and I have no job. <laughs> this is brilliant. Because yep. at the time, obviously, $50 was a lot of money. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I think of with Spike Lee, that he he's very real in his comedy. Yeah. Like yeah. that, because and certainly if you that's, like I really enjoyed and um, she's got to have it. But his next film, Do the Right Thing, is just brilliant. And because of that, he does realistically like he'd have this really heavy emotional moment. And then suddenly say, oh, look, a sheep. <laughs> but not, obviously he doesn't. Yeah, but you know yeah, what I was saying yeah. about ADD. Sort of yeah. There is that character. This character will say something really profound and then just distract it. Oh, look, a fly or something <laughs> like that. It's wonderful. Okay, right, so, so Mark's out to 10. A 10. Right, and I give it five stars. Yeah. I think it's a film of the year so far. Why? Why? No, you wait, excuse why? me. I didn't say there. You I were know, but and still, you, you did I don't say last want year. to know your list yet. But you did last year. You did refer to a number of films as a possible film of the year, and I'm doing the same now. Fine. <laughs> Look, he's smirking because he knows he's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say it though. Um, okay, we're gonna go to our challenges, and then we're gonna go see Pedro Almodovar stalk him. <laughs> Yeah, we're likely to find him. <laughs> like we're in Madrid, he's bound to be out there yeah, just waiting yeah. for us. Because this is a very small city, yeah, isn't so it? Yeah, yeah, there's only about what's this five million people yeah. we to tick off and find him. Um, right. So, do you want to go first, or will I go first? What do you want? It's I all about first. what you want. Uh, so, what do you want? It's not about what you want. That's your no. I said it's talking. all about what oh, you want. Oh, sorry. Well, then I will go first. Okay. And I watched Loving Vincent. Okay. Do you know it or heard of it? Is that about Vincent van Gogh? Yeah. Yeah. Did Benedict Cumberbatch do that? No. 
Oh no, that's the one that's all the drawing. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Have you seen it? No, <laughs> but I know. No, but <laughs> it's lovely. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd want to see it because it's it was, on Netflix. It's nominated. It probably was, yeah, because it's no, it's not probably. I'm telling you, it was. For what? For animation, I think for Oscar. Right. Fine. But anyway, it's on Netflix, oh, so you can see it. I can't remember. No, it's in English. No, I know it's in English. What's it for for? Okay, well, let's not argue about it because we both love it, even though you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's on Netflix, and I had wanted to see it when it came out. But like it was on the iFi, and I saw a lot of trailers for. I had thought it was a documentary about Van Gogh, and that they were just using paintings. Van no, it's Van Gogh because that's what they called him in the film. You can call it either, but in the film he's referred entirely as Van Gogh because I was paying attention. We'll see to about that. that. Okay, when we go to the Van Gogh <laughs> Museum sometime, um, but it isn't actually a documentary. It is a f- fictionalization of a year after he's died. This postman um, arrives with a letter for his brother from him, from Vincent to yeah, Theo. Yeah, because they 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 used to write to each other all the time. Oh yeah, daily. Yeah, and I saw there the was one documentary letter. with Benedict Cumberbatch as. Oh right, well this, f- but th- this is the concept of this is that there's one letter which never got delivered. So this postman goes to th- the town to deliver it, and then finds out that Theo is dead as well, oh. and it's basically he's finding out the story of what happened in Vincent's last months okay. from the various people he met. So there's, um, his doctor. Um, his the doctor's daughter who he was in love with, um, local innkeeper who where he stayed, all these people. So it's just yeah. him talking to various people. But as you will remember, it's all done in the style of Van Gogh. Yeah, the paintings. Uh, the style. paintings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what, like what it was done, it was it was filmed, like with live action actors, and they're recognisable. Like Saoirse Ronan is in it. Um, really. Aiden, Aiden Turner is in it. Ooh. And all and Helen McCrory, all your favourites. Actually, yeah. I was watching you when the names came up. Oh, Marina, Marina, Marina. Yeah. Um, so it was filmed with them in it, and then rotoscoped. You know what rotoscoping is? It's no. where they basically paint over the film. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but they painted over the film, so it's recognize you recognise them immediately as who yeah. they are. Yeah. And it's painted over the film in the style of oh, Van Gogh. Vincent. Vincent, yes. And but but it's uh, they're all oil painted. Like it wasn't even that they just crudely, it's not computer animated, whatever. There was 500 artists involved. Oh, my God. And there's 863 paintings as a result. Because what they did was they would just do one painting and then they repainted it and repainted it and repainted it. It must have taken a huge amount of time. Yeah. And but the problem, one problem, I don't like rotoscoping in general. It just looks very, it looks like someone's traced. I find in other yeah, I was going, yeah. um, but what I d- but so I got used to it quickly enough once I just got over that because I j- the very fact you recognize the actors is just annoying on that basis. But when you recognize the style, because they segue into actual paintings by Van Gogh, go, um, Vincent. yes, that you recognize, you say, oh yes, of course, because it's like there's animation, then it just moves into a scene from one of his paintings yeah. and then carries on or something else because a lot of the people he knew were people he painted yeah so so it was so the story is fairly slight like i mean you, you're not expecting to find it a lot it's just pure it is the style of the film and it's beautiful it's Aww. i would love to see it in cinema 
because they said it's just watching it on the television screen. It might come back on again for the IFI or something. Yeah, they might do one special showing or something like that. But it was stunning to look at. So it's on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Great. Okay, so So my... You didn't even say what your challenge was, but anyway. I'm just about to. Okay. No, your challenge, me for you. It was to watch a film connected with art. Yes. So my challenge was to see a film, a classic film of whatever era but a classic of its time. And I chose one that we talk about a lot, but I haven't seen. Can you guess what it is? Give me a clue. It's not Godfather. No, it's one that I always get confused with Blazing Saddles. (laughs) Chariots of Fire? Yes! (laughs) I always wish you'd done it the other way around. Not much Blazing Saddles. No, I watched Chariots of Fire. I've never... (coughs) Excuse me. I've never, ever seen chariots of fire or blazing saddles but i always get them confused <laughs> i don't know why but every time someone's saying blazing saddles i think of chariots of fire da, 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 da. <laughs> and then i always i always get the other way around as well so i watched the film and i have to say i loved it i loved chariots of fire okay excellent but i really i, I just i would laugh because obviously we're in a different time frame of that what the film the time the film was made in and the english are just so funny <laughs> the way they talk <laughs> just such a, now, i'm not now i'm not slagging the accent or anything but how posh those people in the film were in 1920s yes yeah and i just i just I, it, even when they were running on the beach i said yeah i recognize that from so many parodies and things that people mention it's such a classic like it's, it's oh a, yeah you know, the, the whole start of the film. And I was like, it's hard to take it seriously now. Because you've seen it mocked. Yeah, so much. Well, not mocked, but pastiched. Like, oh my God, when they're running on the beach. Dun, 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 I just couldn't stop laughing. I know. The I very know. opening scene of the film. Yeah, no, the, fi- the, the, the scene that everyone remembers. Which from is the, the opening. Yeah. The, opening if the film opens with them running on the yes, beach. Yes, but yeah. this is what I mean. It's the most memorable scene what the film is known for and the music and everything yeah. that people now use as in comedies as well oh every time they have someone running in slow motion they stick on chariots of fire team so but i mean i really really enjoyed it because it's it's a lovely little lovely little no little well it is little i mean it's a very simple story yes but i mean a little as in it's a cozy film Mm -hmm. it's a nice film like i'd watch it again if it was on tv and it's a it's a it's a I kind of had a feeling it's kind of a winter film for me that <laughs> no that you'd be all cozied up and then you'd watch her it's a fire kind of thing yeah actually yeah, I can see that you exactly know? and um, no I, I just really really enjoyed it I thought it was very good very Olympic <laughs> 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 no, but I liked the story and I liked um, <laughs> even the way that this is what I mean by posh because they were in this meeting room I think the guys from um, is it Oxford that they were or was it Cambridge I think it's Oxford and it's one of them <laughs> yeah and they were he was in talking to i think it was one of the trainers i'm not sure and another guy and they were saying something i can't remember what it was they were arguing about something and just the way he got up and said i am not going to take i'm not going to accept this anymore and uh, the way he was fighting with them i was like just say fuck off <laughs> 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 he went through this whole speech and they were there looking at him waiting for him to finish with all these grandious words that he was in this vocabulary i was like just tell them to fuck off yeah you see that's what that's the problem with the youth today yeah 
Whereas then you you made your point and articulated your argument yeah. properly. Now you just go fuck off. <laughs> I just thought it was so, uh, it's not funny, but I just thought, wow, he went through a lot of effort to prove a <laughs> point there. He could have just left the room. Um, but I loved I loved the film. It's a it's a lovely film to watch, and they're very very good looking men. <laughs> okay, they were. Yeah, they <laughs> this were, is all yeah. forty years ago. They're probably very old now. Um, and it's or dead. They are, <laughs> well, they are um, in Charleston who plays the, oh, I can't remember his name, Riddle, the guy who wouldn't run on Sunday. Yeah. He died not long after that. Oh. And so did the American. Well, I mean, within five or six years. And so did the American guy that, ge- that yeah. gave him the message to wish him well. Yeah, but I loved how... And this is so true. Americans do take their sport very, very seriously. Oh, yeah. And when they were showing the Americans train, I was like, yeah, that's right. Um, just the video of them doing like army stuff training. Yeah. And then the race. And obviously they won. And, and then they got first and second place. And that still happens today. There's always at least one American on the podium mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Almost every time. Like the competition in the Olympics, basically, when you look at the chart, it's either America, China, or I think Russia as well. I think they're the three mm-hmm. that are always up there with medals. Whereas when you see the English training, is they put glass champagne on top of the hurdles yeah. and then run over them and not knock the champagne. No, no, it wasn't knock the champagne. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, remember the Harry Enfield sketch of the football team from yes, 1940s yeah. and so on? That was the issue. It was a gentleman's sport and fun. Yeah. Like they're, These are all amateurs. Yeah, but they were playing cricket indoors. Oh yeah, but it's, it's but it's still it's the spirit of the thing. It's not yeah. necessarily the triumph. Obviously, you want to do your best. Yeah, and that's what the whole thing of Abraham's is. Like, it's also very clearly coded. He has to prove himself because he's Jewish. Yeah, and he's and bear in mind this is nineteen twenty four. This is before the worst mm. was going to happen, but they were still looked down on. Um, what did you think of this? Is what always I find fascinating. How do you think the music gelled with the film because it's so modern? Well, well, at the time, I like no, yeah, I no, I I think it was like now because it's it's not even hindsight. It's just now we're so used to these kind of things that I don't re- not that I didn't notice the music. I did. I liked it. I actually mm-hmm. did. You would notice it, but you wouldn't really think about it too much. Yeah. Um, because we've seen almost everything been done with music now. What well, if you get me? Like it's not. It wasn't something that just was um stood out for me right because i know the music from it oh yeah but uh, what i strikes me about it is because vangelis is like he did the music for blade runner yeah it's very of its at the time in the 70s and 80s this was very futuristic music like it's electronic music it was all yeah. new whereas now that sort of music not to me because i'm from that time but a lot of people now see that as dated yeah so you're having music that is now dated applied to an earlier time again yeah and it's like like it's like having to film with rap music as the soundtrack yeah. or something but to me if it, it blends in perfectly it seems to perfectly oh yeah, this is what I mean. it, it didn't stand out because it was mm-hmm. it was well done with the with the with the actual thing i was going to say something else oh yeah the girl what really what i thought was really funny is the way they even the way they flirt and the way they talk oh, about they're so women. gentlemanly implied yeah. isn't she a peach <laughs> 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 it's so funny. yes indeed she is a peach <laughs> she's hot <laughs> oh you just um, no I know, watch I, know. It's with you. I can imagine time. watching a witch and say just say she's hot <laughs> take you out of the zone completely yeah anyway I, I, I loved it okay 
glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. So Blazing Saddles next, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you say, how did I ever get these confused? <laughs> Chariots of fire, Blazing yeah. Saddles. Because it's blazing and it's I know, fire. I know why. It just sounds so funny. Okay, so are we doing our next? Now I've lost interest in all these challenge nonsense. Okay, well then. Okay, what are you going to challenge me to then? I actually don't know yet. Neither do I. I, I haven't thought <laughs> about it. I've been thinking so much about getting us here to Madrid. Yeah. So we'll come up with a challenge and we'll we'll have a challenge for next week. Okay. And then we'll, we'll stay at the start of it. Because I, I have sort of one in my mind, but it's just a rushed one. So I want to think of one properly. Okay. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay, so will we go on mode of our hunting? Yes. <laughs> We're not actually <laughs> hunting. We're just... <laughs> we are actually in Madrid, though. Like yeah. All this here is an echo in a room. Yeah. <laughs> There's no effect. Live from Madrid, we came all the way to Madrid to record this podcast. And won't make any difference whatsoever. No, yeah, absolutely not. Um, right, well, hello to our Spanish lis- listeners. I don't think we have any. Oh, we had a lot in Terra a while ago. Yeah, which was me. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Um yeah, well, uh, okay, yeah, let's just go. Okay. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> 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 Adios. <laughs> <laughs>